Welcome to the Unestablished Podcast, a podcast about the unexplained shenanigans of adulthood. Adulting is challenging, but with a little wine and an unfiltered conversation, we'll get through this together. Each week, we will discuss the perceptions of what it means to live the broke rich lifestyle as an unestablished adult. Living broke rich is not just about monetary assets. There are levels of this shit. Now, here are your hosts, Constance, Jawanda, and Monique. All right. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode. Hey, friends. Hey, y'all. Hey, everybody. Uh, as you can hear, we have a guest today. Um, we have Keyshawn with us. Um, and Keyshawn suggested a wine for us to try. And he suggested the Tropical Mango Moscato. Mm-hmm. I also have my Tropical Mango <laughs> Moscato um, bottle with me. I was a little disappointed that it's only 5.5%, Keyshawn. Hey, it's, it's it's real sweet, but it gets, you, it gets you to that point, you know? Does it? I really like it, yeah. I don't know if 5.5 is going to get me to where I need to be. It's, it's going. You, that's why you got. That's why you got to drink a cup of glasses. You know, it gets you there. Okay. It sneak up on you. It's one of them. But it's real sweet. It's, it's, it's oh. real sweet. It's not. It's not really tart. You know, a lot of wines, especially like uh, red wines, to me are real tart. So I like the sweet wines. I really don't taste like wine. Kind of tastes like juice. So you know. Yeah, we've yeah. noticed that's been a trend with Shit. men. Yeah, we don't we don't like that sour stuff. We, don't. <laughs> we do not like that sour stuff. Keyshawn, are you a liquor drinker? Uh, I wouldn't say yeah. I wouldn't say so. I'm like a, it got to be like a big family event or something, or you know something going on for me to right, drink. Right. I'm not really a big drinker, but when I do drink, I look, drink some Patron all the time. That's my go-to. Okay, bottle Patron. Yes, honey, you stick with that tequila. Yeah. Okay, the recovery is fantastic. Yes, every time I ain't never had no angle with no tequila. <laughs> I had, I had some Never. Last night. Yeah, I had some margaritas. What's happening? But, <laughs> shut up! Hey, hey! And this Sorry. is the weekend. Okay, it is a small time I have to I myself. Always, and I just wanted something. Mm-hmm. But this, well, I didn't. Unfortunately, I could not find the um, tropical peach mango that you suggested. And but I, I mean, eventually, I do want to try it. I ended up having to get something else. Is some. I can't even pronounce it. Ooh, Capo Solado. <laughs> Sparkling peach. Listen, I'm not a big fan. I'm terrible. Um, alcohol is my poison friend. It, it's a problem. I really think it is. Um, I like the drier wine. So when I hear a sweet wine, I'm like, oh, Lord. It's going to taste like candy. So um, I was a little nervous. But this yeah. is pretty good. Um, I probably wouldn't pick it up on my own unless I was having people over that I knew like this. But I can sip on this, but it's got bubbles, so that helps. So, good suggestion. You can really not go wrong with peach mm-hmm. and mango. Mm. I did have the tropical before, but I mixed it with orange juice to make some um, mimosas, and it was so good. But today, I am mm. reviewing yeah. Shoe Crazy Sweet Peach Mango Delight Cuvee. Is that how you say that? Anywho, um, yeah, it tastes so. like liquid peach rings the candy that's mm-hmm. how sweet Ooh. it is yes Damn. so if you don't like sweet wines <laughs> this is not it if you do like sweet wines it's worth a try it's ten dollars i think i got this from do you wonder where i got this from 
I got mine from Total Wine. You got yours from Sam's, right? Sam's, yes. That's where I got mm-hmm. mine from for $10. Yeah. It's yeah. worth a try. Like, for some reason, it's better now than when I first tried it, but it's still a little too sweet for me. Yeah. I heard that um, the guy at the Total Wine was telling me that's a, it's a black-owned uh, wine company. We'll have to shout them out. Yeah. Yeah. I got I got real distracted today when I went to the Total Wine. I ended up buying two other things. I bought some some salted caramel whiskey mm. and some other red blend. You know how they be having tastings, damn it. And <laughs> not you guys fucking even about a um they'll they'll mess around and get the tasting. Oh, it's terrible. Like they'll have three or four stations of tastings. I'm like, I gotta dodge y'all. I came in here for one thing. I gotta get out of here. Mm-hmm. Had whole they always suggest stuff. something else. But anyway. They never just let you so, just get the one thing. So, Constance, you say you're an alcohol drinker, huh? So, what's your favorite alcohol to drink? Are we talking liquor, liquor or wine, liquor. friend? Ooh. Mm. That's a good question. Usually depends on my mood, but I usually... Tequila is always a safe bet, like you said. Like, I can do anything with tequila. I can mix it with just, like, straight-up orange juice. Orange juice and a little grenadine. I got a tequila sunrise. I can make a margarita. Like, there's really not a lot you got to do with tequila to make mm-hmm. it really good and drink it. And you don't feel like trash the next day. And I appreciate that. Um, every now and again, when it gets like colder outside, which I don't have to worry about now because it's hot as hell, I'll go for whiskey. So in the cooler months, I go, yeah. <laughs> I thought you got seasonal drink. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's terrible. But I like whiskey when it's cooler out. I like to drink brown liquor. But I always have to mix it. I can't, yeah, I can't drink it straight. I can't drink black, black, brown liquor at all. It's not. Me, all? me and brown liquor just don't get along. I feel like, okay, so Are I was you? one of those children, you know, I ain't, I was never a drinker. I never thought I was going to drink. I never, you know, see the, the hype in it. Mm-hmm. When I turned 21, I had my parents buy me a bottle of Douce. And me and that bottle of Douce, I drank the whole thing in one night. And I haven't drunk brown liquor again since that day, so. Uh-uh. <laughs> well, honey, you were traumatized yeah, your first was, time. Why would you drink the whole bottle? I drank the whole bottle. Threw up all night. Felt horrible the next day. Oh, baby. It was... I'm so sorry. Yeah, no. I see. Okay, so you were traumatized. Yeah. And that's that that's normal. That's what my mama don't drink. No, I, I've had a small bottle of Doucet, and that took me a smooth like month yeah. to drink. Cause like I can't just I can't fuck can't that up in, in an evening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-mm. Two cups of that with a little orange juice and, and I always yeah. have to mix it. I have to I have mix to. brown liquor. But I don't want to mess with it because it just took me to that place and I don't want to go to again. <laughs> I understand. That's why you're drinking yeah. moderation, sir, but I like this. This is good. This is a good a ride the high type of hot yeah. type of drink. So this is good. This is mm-hmm. pretty good. I like this. Okay. For a sweet all wine. Right, so we're all like in agreement that it's very tasty. The only Quite. downfall for me is that it's only 5.5%, but you know. Mine's 6.5. It's a little hurtful, yeah. but it is what I'll it be, is. Uh, I can survive. I could have I swore I thought yeah. wine was like a wine down thing, you know. You're supposed to drink a lot of it, you know. Get you to that. 5.5, not that bad to me. I feel like you drink enough of it, it's going to get you there. So Yeah, it that just takes me, a little longer. Yeah. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As I said, it's it's my poison. So, you know, if I was really trying to go somewhere with this, I'd probably need about two, maybe two bottles, if not mm-hmm. a bottle not and a half. Not two bottles. To yeah. do anything. 
Ma'am, it's six point five percent. Like if I need two bottles. I can just drink give me a, shot. a bottle and a half. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's just taking too long. I'm trying to eat while we drink. You can go there. You can do that too. You can pregame real quick, and then and like you said, Kishaw, you can come down yes. with this. This is definitely, definitely. a comeback. Like you can chill out with this for sure. Chill, kick your feet up, put a movie on. You know, mm-hmm. can't go wrong with it. Absolutely. Okay. Well, let's go on to why we're here today. So we brought Keyshawn on because we wanted to talk about um, being unestablished and in the military. I know that a lot of people um, think that once you're in the military, you made it. Like you have your career lined up, you got some steady cash flow coming in, and you should be good. Like you have no worries as far as finances goes. So we want to talk about that, Keyshawn. I know I know it's probably some kind of some exclusions apply in there. Um really I can only can speak on, you know, what's happened with me and you know, people I talk with. But you know, going into the military for me, I went in when I was twenty one. So that was a good thing. I was like more mature, you know, knew what to do. Instead of a lot of people join when they're 18 and immature and it's their first job, it was kind of hard for them. But for me, it was easier because I worked jobs before and stuff like that. So, you know, it teaches you how to, you know, save your money, you know, get good credit, um, buy houses, which I just did not too long ago. Ooh, um, it just teaches you. Thank you. Um, it just teaches you a lot of things that, you know, I feel like on the outside world, we're in the outside careers or anything like that you probably you probably wouldn't get if they a lot of people say in the military they baby a lot but you know it's it's a good and a bad thing because it keeps you on your p's and q's and stuff like that and show you what may not be acceptable like if you one day you don't want to separate and do something else what not to do how to approach things you know military for me is just it's a roller coaster good has its good and it's bad so you know me with the finance thing is, uh, you know, you just got to get used to it, honestly. Get used to it. Um, what was your biggest sure. misconception with finances and joining the military? Like, did you, you know, think every- that things were going to be completely covered? Because everyone, like, on the outside as a civilian says, oh, um, your housing is going to be covered. You're going to have this big check as soon as you enlist and they're going to give you all these stipends. Right. But then did you enlist and you realize like, Oh yo, where my money it at? depends. Yeah. It depends <laughs> on the surface. Like when you go, when you first go and you go to basic training, you just lose like every right. It's damn near like you're a prisoner. Okay. Yeah. You get a one call a week. You sleep in six inches away from somebody else every day. Personal space is all, everything is all going. So when you come out of base training, you're going to come out with a little bit of change because Air Force base training is seven weeks. So that's probably like two, three pay periods because you get paid every first and 15th. Mm-hmm. So you come out with a little bit, little change. Then you go to tech school. Tech school, depending on what your job is, it's going to be in between from two months to 10 months, depending on what you're going to, whatever your job in the Air Force is. So during those times, you can really just, you know, hunker down, save your money. You know, so when you get to your first duty station, if you, you know, if you're married or if you're single, you're going to first live in the dorms if you're single. And when you get off, you know, you can have that little bit of change that you save from base training and tech school, you know, 
get you a place, furnish it, stuff like that. But you just got to be, it's like, I feel like with any career, you just got to be smart with your money. At the, at the beginning, you can't just go just buying a yeah. bunch of stuff because you're in the military and you got a constant first and 15 paycheck. Shit actually takes time. So, you know, you got to just... You can't even get the real. military starter kit. Y'all remember those memes that went around? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I wish there was an adulting starter kit. There ain't enough. There ain't enough product in the world of having an adulting starter kit. A lot of people are uh, following those tricks. Like people know, like new airmen are gonna be coming to their base. So, like all the dealerships around the base, you know, kids are eighteen years old, they never lived without their parents, never had a car, so you know. They don't try to, oh, I'll take you a car, blah, blah. And they end up putting them in a crazy-ass deal, getting 26 APR, percent APR and stuff like that. It's crazy. I done heard a lot of crazy stories about people getting finesse when they get to their first duty station. Yes. So, I mean, you just got to be smart with everything you do, honestly. And they teach you that, but, you know, some people just don't care. Mm-hmm. They just... They wow. Say, they say, I want that new car. And I was about to be my next question. I was really about to ask, do they help you with that? And do they teach you that? Because unfortunately, they don't teach us that like in high school. I don't know why the hell that's not yeah. a core class or something we should do as like seniors, like a mandatory something because we're forced to take economics and other things we don't care about. But for whatever reason, they don't teach us about how to deal with our finances when yeah. we leave. So that's yeah. that's interesting. So is that like a class part of basic training? Well, it's partially, about that? I, I feel like it's part of basic training because we learn a lot of different things. We learn about Air Force history, how to conduct yourself. And like this little things, it's all about the little things, basic training. Like if you can't make your bed up, right? Mm-hmm. We'll make you think we're going to trust you working on a million dollar jet. It's just a little thing. You got to pitch into a little thing. So with that, they give you a, you know, they basically show you how to be an adult, honestly. They baby you so they can show you how to be yeah. an adult. So I basically feel like that's what it is. When it comes to that. That's okay. crazy, but recruiting people at 18, like, you yeah. would think they have to do that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They have to indoctrinate you yeah. into adulthood. Because a lot of people come, they, a lot of people come immature and, and, you know, military life is a change for them because they I mean, live with mommy and daddy their whole life. That's the only person they've been lived to. When you got another grown person in, in your face, you know, and it's completely different, you know, some people, they can't take it. It's hard for some people, but for me, I've worked jobs. I see I've been successful and unsuccessful at jobs. So I understand, like, people are going to yell at you. People, yeah. you know, it's a chain of command. You got to do stuff the correct way. But for me, just joining at 21 was easier for me because I felt like I was more mature and more ready to accomplish what I'm accomplishing now. I always tell people, if I would have joined at 18, I probably wouldn't be in the military right now, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> I, I would have got Really? I Why? Got stuff, but it's, it's, a lot of, it's a lot of crazy things. People think military, everybody good and stuff. It's a lot of crazy people in the military that somehow slip through the creeks and do a lot of crazy stuff. So you'll be surprised. Like everybody think military are good and stuff to to an extent, but there is the the bad apples in, in the bunch. So you really got to watch out for them. Oh, that's that. Yes, Lord, that's mm-hmm. everywhere, child. That's in your regular job. Those are people that's taking care of your taxes. Everywhere. They everywhere. <laughs> That's interesting to me. It kills me when you said like basic training is like prison. Do you feel like they low key break you down? Just yes, to that's exactly up? that's the term they use. Break you down mm. and build you a back up better. So okay, it just when I compare it to prison, it's just like it's a routine every day. Same thing. It's gonna be the same thing. You're gonna wake up at the same time, go to sleep at the same time, shower at the same time, shower with a whole bunch of different people that you never met in your life. It's 
That's why I compared to prison. But it's it's good in a way, not bad. Like it's kind of good. And the, thinking long term is better. Like, it's, it's good. Oh, okay. Clear it's that up pretty. because showering yeah. with people I don't yeah. know don't sound good at all. Yeah. Like in the in the moment, I was like, I was like, damn, this shit sucks. I want to go home. Do I make the right decision? But now thinking, thinking now, looking back onto it, it was. It was actually fun. It was actually a good time. It really helped me. Uh, built me into a better person, you know. Learned some a lot of things, you know. Had to be how to be patient with stuff. It was you learn you learn a lot, but I just compare it to prison and how it's how structured it is and how everything is gonna mm-hmm. be the same. It's like damn near you're institutionalized. When I got out of basic training, like I didn't even know how to act regular for like the first two weeks at basic uh tech school because <laughs> I was just so locked into a mold like their base train. Yeah. It's like it's hard to explain because you got to go through it to see it. And once you see it, you kind of understand. Like, yeah. Well, it makes sense when you get into a specific routine and you've done that for such a long time. It's just like it's ingrained in you, and you don't know how to break that routine because that's been your life for a long time. Because, so, like, how long is basic training? Well, basic training, now, I think, is seven and a half weeks now. Yeah, seven and a half weeks. That's that's a long, that's a long time. time. I mean, it only takes like what is it, twenty one days or thirty days or some shit to make uh-huh. a to create a shit. habit. Military like, in the military yeah, is so. two to three days. <laughs> right. So if you created that habit and it's hard down in you, like of course it's difficult to break yeah. that. Like some things that ne- will never yeah, leave you. Like they was yelling at it. We didn't know what we were doing on the first day. First day was mm. the worst because it was a whole day process. I was I flew from Atlanta to San Antonio, didn't get into late. And I think we got there at like eleven o'clock, San Antonio time. Then um, mm-hmm. we didn't go to sleep till like three o'clock in the morning. Then woke us up at five o'clock. So we're going off <laughs> two hours of sleep. <laughs> going off two hours of sleep. It was it was tough. It was tough. I am tired mm-hmm. for you, friend. I really I wanted am. to quit that day. That first day, I wanted to quit. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie to you. I bet you Two did. hours of sleep. Had oh, a, Lord, after... Honey. You're working on straight cracking energy <laughs> after that. <laughs> Not cracking energy. Yes, ma'am. I would have been delirious. Four hours of less. Four hours of less. You ever had that sleep where y'all just close your eyes? The next thing you know is just morning. Yes. Like, you right. just close your eyes. Yes. Like yes. yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. It felt just like that. I do when not I close my eyes, the next thing it. you know, people screaming, wake up, wake up, wake up. And they screaming, hitting the bed, all type of stuff. Crazy. Honey, I commend you. Because, <laughs> like, I thought at one point, I was like, maybe if I don't know what I, what I do with my life, I go to the military. But my little anxious ass. Girl, yes, no. Um, I, no, man. <laughs> That's not ab- you, friend. Absolutely not. <laughs> no. I couldn't deal with somebody hollering at me early as shit in the morning. I don't want nobody hollering at me in the middle of the damn day. I up on our vacations to go to brunch in the morning. Friend, I'm on vacation. <laughs> Please don't wake me up. I am still drunk. <laughs> I am still intoxicated for the night before. I'm here to have a good time. Okay? Oh, my gosh. oh man. I'm mad That's it wild, sounds though. like um, scared that- straight. A major pain or something. <laughs> this- <laughs> yes. Like the first, the first week is just like that. It feels just like that. Yes. Oh my god. Then you get you get used to it. Like them screaming and yelling at you doesn't affect you no more. It just you Wow. You expect it, so it's not as hard, you know. Yeah. So right. once you get used to it, it's a piece of cake. 
promise you. Then you look back on it, it's like, damn, I made a lot of friends, met a lot of people, did a lot yeah. of things that I thought I would never be able to do. It's crazy. So with mm-hmm. yeah. I've heard oh, I was gonna. Of, oh, I was just gonna ask. Like, so with that being said, like, obviously you decided to stay, correct? So yes, <laughs> we're still in the military. So, do you, as far as like your career path, do they assign you a career path, or do you just kind of choose your own? So when you go to a recruiter, um, depending on you, you got to take a test called ASVAB. It's everybody mm-hmm. in the military got to take it, and depending on your score, you get assigned certain jobs. So with me, I got a pretty good score, and I picked 10 jobs that I wanted. And when one of those jobs came up, that's what the job they sent me for. So they sent me for that job. Uh, it's called Munition Systems. Um, we just work with a lot of ammunition, um, a lot of bombs and stuff. Nothing too crazy. People think, you, I say bombs and stuff, and they get all scared and stuff, but it's not that bad. But yeah. they, basically, when you get in, you can uh, do your job, go to basic training, tech school, you go to your first duty station, learn your job, stuff like that. And if you end up not liking it towards the middle of your enlistment, whether you're a four-year or a six-year, you can retrain it to something else. Oh, good. Mm. That's good. Yeah. Mm. So the test that they give you, does it, like, um, find your strengths? Yes. It basically sees what you can know so it can, like, better place you, like, for your yeah, you know, you know. not required yeah. to do that in high school. My school literally. If they did, we came they, to school one day. This is yeah. bullshit. Came mm-hmm. to school one day, thought we was having a regular day. They took us. Everybody was given this test, the ASVAP. Didn't know what the hell we was testing for, and we had to sit there like literally almost all day. And this test is quite difficult. And I'm gonna say this for the average person: like, if you don't have common sense, it's just it don't make no sense, you know. So the the <laughs> one page, and this one troubled me. Okay, so I'm upset at this point because right. I'm feeling stupid. That's what I'm concerned. And this I'm is like... my junior senior year. Because mm-hmm. what the fuck? So you got this page, and you got. 18 different wheels with different shapes on this page. They all connected. And it'll say, if this wheel in the top left corner start moving, which direction will the wheel in the bottom right be going? Which direction will it be turning? How the hell am I supposed to know these wheels can't turn? So you literally got to like draw, you know, like figure it out. And to me, that gives me anxiety, like geometry. Like when it gives you that flat shit and you're like, what shape does this make? Yes. What three-dimensional yes. shape does this make? Bitch, First of I all, know. I didn't care. I have no idea. They're all, the bottom of them are all squares. I have no idea. <laughs> I didn't care. So I just yeah. did C for Christ and kept it moving. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Right. Not C. C for Christ. Yeah. Well, oh God, no! I did not have to take the ASVAB. 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 I don't. I didn't have to take that. I had to take the HSAT or some shit. I don't know. Whatever it was, it was like, hey y'all, um, you're in tenth grade. You got to take this test real quick to make sure you can graduate when you're in the twelfth grade. <laughs> and it was easy, like you said. It was like legit in my head. It was easy because it was just like, like you said, it was common sense shit. I didn't get asked no crazy ass question like that. It was like, hey, y'all got to take this test next week. No, no way to prepare for just it. Just it. you know, just yeah. come on in and do your do your thug fizzle and uh, you know, stay in school. <laughs> oh, Don't do drugs. Which that didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do any drugs in high school. Well, well they no, definitely put about. us because my school is small, so they definitely took my whole class, put us in the cafeteria, and says, "Here's your ASVAB test. Take it." 
And I just wow. remember like the first question yeah. was, what is this? And it was a nail. Like I was just like, bro, it was like a picture. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a picture of a screw. And it was mm-hmm. like, what is this? Like, okay. Wow. Yeah. But it didn't put us into any categories and be like, hey, we think you'll be best suited to do this when you grow up. Like, no matter what that test was, I don't know if we took the same test or not, but I never took a test in high school that was like, hey, why don't you look at these careers to shape well, your future? Well, it didn't really like, say no. what your career would be. It gives you like what skills you process the best whether it was mathematics yeah. or something else. But then when they sent you the results, you had 15 recruiters calling your phone Facts. and they tried to tell me that I had to lose weight. That never happened. So that got me out. Like you and some other things. Weight? Yeah, girl. They told me I had the to fuck? lose weight. Um, my feet are too flat. And then I have scoliosis. So that's a curved spine. So that automatically took me oh. out. Hold up. But were you the same size when we met you? Yeah. Mm. No, she was because you, know, you uh, well, I'm gonna send you another picture because <laughs> you don't remember. Well, them I remember t- them times. Remember. I just can't remember if that was high school times because I think when y'all t- met me, I had already lost my freshman 15, so I probably was a little bit bigger. But I think he wanted me to lose like 20 pounds. I never lost that. That was shit. not happening my senior year of high school. I'm sorry. <laughs> so let me ask you this on that tip, Keyshawn. Do you know specifically how rigorous it is to even be accepted? <clears throat> in um, armed forces. Yeah, so uh, this thing called MEPS, Military uh, Interest Processing uh, Station. Mm-hmm. So it's their job to disqualify you. So they're looking for any and a- everything to try to get you out of there. Okay. Any and everything. Is, is there anything that seems like outrageous, like something that seems so tiny that shouldn't disqualify you, but does, that you've heard of? Think. Not being not being able to do a duck walk. And you have huh? to do it like in your undergarments. What the hell is that? It's a type of walk you gotta do. It's it's very weird and awkward. You gotta do you it know? in your drawers? Damn. <laughs> Heavens. <laughs> no, friend. When he said you gotta do it in your undergarments, it's like, they, they do a lot of crazy okay. stuff there at that uh, place. You don't wanna I feel like we gotta go one secrets to think oh, it wasn't for me. <laughs> that we shouldn't be pretty friend. No, it's yeah. <laughs> No, it's cool because, like, I I want people who are thinking of this yes. to understand this. Because at one point, I thought I was gonna go, just because I heard of the great opportunities you could get in in armed forces, and I thought, well, maybe you know, I'll at least get a desk job. Something I don't have to really run and shit, you know. But come to find out, I had like asthma or something <laughs> later on in life. I definitely would have been counted out for that shit. I already fucking hated to run. Like running a mile was an entire task for me. In under a minute like absolutely not i can't can't do it i'm sure that would have got me disqualified correct they work with you honestly there's a lot of people there's a lot of people there's a lot of people that come out of shape running pump shape. friend running pump <laughs> you get used to it real quick we used to have to wake up with pt at 4 45 in the morning be ready by 4 50 so it's five minutes to brush your teeth wash your face what? and have all your clothes what? Five minutes. Yeah, I'm just sleeping in the clothes. <laughs> that's what. Right. That's basically. That's. <laughs> I'm awake. You're not up supposed and... to do that, but basically that's what we did. Um, we had all our stuff ready for the next day, so it was quick. Once you, at first, you're like, "There's no way I'm gonna be able to do this in five minutes." And as time goes on, you keep on doing it. You find out ways to get quicker and quicker. Obviously, you get better, but you got five minutes to get ready and yeah. be uh, lined up to go to PT. 
Mm. And PT is every morning, every morning except Sunday. Every morning except Sunday. And it's, well, at least they give you yeah. the Lord's Day. <laughs> that That's the day the, uh, the, uh, the MTIs, they don't come in on Sunday. So it's just basically a day to our, so they, it's still yeah. people to check on us, but like, we don't really do nothing that day. We just, just study and stuff and chill. Some people sleep. Some people get sleep, but a lot of people get caught when they go to sleep. But Sunday is just a crazy day. A lot of stuff going on Sundays. Like it's the best day. It's the best day, but it's the craziest day as well. Because people just act. They act good the whole week. Then Sunday come and no MTIs come and they just act like fucking fools. Okay, friend. Now you can use whatever names you want to, but I am now truly interested. What is the f- most foolish shit? you've seen in the military so far okay so when i got here uh here in shaw it was i have a friend that works security forces and they basically military cops so Mm -hmm. it was these uh it was this one guy one airman he was out with his girlfriend all night and after a certain time you can't bring people on base so he decided he wanted to bring his girlfriend on base to stay the night so as he's bringing her on base, they pick his car for a random checkup. So they check in his car, come to find out they find his girlfriend in the trunk of the car trying to sneak her on base. <laughs> at, three, at 3 o'clock in the morning. Oh. At 3 o'clock. <laughs> Why wasn't she already in the, in the barracks? No, because she, she wasn't in the military. She was a civilian. Oh. So he was trying to sneak her oh. on base. She Damn. was she was military, they could oh, easily Lord. get in, but. Bless he tried to sneak her through the truck. Oh lord, that's a lot of crazy. That's a lot of crazy stuff going on in the military. I couldn't even. That's why I was wanting to know what's the most foolish thing that that's... happened. Like I want to know the most scandalous shit that's going yeah, on that ain't in your line of vision. Because t- <laughs> listen, sis said she had plans. I'm sure and it was necessary. But honey, like, listen, I can only imagine. Think about it. The way you have characterized this, like. It's low key like prison at first. Of course, it gets better it gets as you go better. along, but you know you're 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 really secluded from your the life that you mm-hmm. once knew, and this is totally different. You don't see anybody that you you know mm-hmm. you're used to seeing. So I'm sure so many rules were broken to do things that seem so simple in civilian life. People, but I, I another crazy funny. thing is I just thought about this. So when people be in basic training, in base training you can't be like. The boys can't be around the girls. Girls can't be around the boys. You can't talk. Mm-hmm. Only time you can talk is on Sunday if y'all go to church and you not supposed to talk there. So I feel like just people when they get out of base training, they be so horny because they ain't had no <laughs> right interaction with Period. the opposite sex. Of course, the opposite. So sex. they get to take yeah. school and they start doing type of crazy things. I went there. My instructor told me he done caught people having sex in a dumpster and a tree. No, and so the, in it's it. a little inside the dumpster. So you know how they empty the dumpsters, right? Mm-hmm. And it be ain't nothing in there. So they, people got caught in the dumpster. People got caught in the trees, like up in the tree. See, like it's, it's and See, this is the shit I'm talking about. This is what I want on to the hear. lake at the lake on the little bench. You know how you go to a lake and it's a little bench, kind of across the lake line. Uh huh. People uh-huh. having sex on there, all right, types sure. of places. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Where they feed the ducks? Yes. Shut up, it's girl. the garbage juice for me. <laughs> it's the garbage juice for me. Cause what? Yeah. Who are we? Like just dangling in the air? Like we got to Listen, touch something inside of this thing. She's trying to get 
She's trying to get it in, trying mm-hmm. to get it how she live, and so is he. I mean, you basically training. They train a long time without, you know, especially if you're used to it. Especially if you're used to it. Right. Seven, that's, seven and a half weeks. two months. And and think they in their yeah. prime. They in their prime. Like, they young as hell. They haven't gotten to that point where they could go, like, six, seven months and just forget about it. Like, nah, bro. They fucking heavy. Yeah. They fucking heavy. Probably every day. Or at least every other day. And what? That that's our age, or we could go months without. <laughs> yes, yes, we've gotten used right. to it, bitch. Like we don't even shave. Fuck back. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I some um, a guy who was in the military. He was in the navy, so he was on the ship, and he was like, after a while, all the girls start looking good because it's just like you on this boat. <laughs> you buy six months. Yeah, six months again. on that boat. It makes sense he said, now. He like it every, don't matter, yeah. butterface or not, they all look the same after yeah. a while. Jesus, and it, the the analogy to jail just sounds more and more relevant the more we talk. Honestly, because it's the same yeah. shit. Like guys in jail, just they don't care. Holes a hole after a while. <laughs> some of them. Listen, you can edit that. No, out. No, we gonna keep it because that's that true. Out, I mean, but but for real though, a hole is a hole. So everybody, everybody's looking great. That is. <laughs> I can't attend to that one right there. Now, some people have standards. That's not for everyone. Some people remain and have their standards, and they have their girls they wait and go home to, damn it. And things happen. Adulting mm. happens. But but for some people, for some people, oh, it I is what crying. it is. And they just trying to get it how they live. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's get, let's get back to why we got you here. <laughs> we just went, yeah, I'm so sorry. We get yeah, off we, topic. That's why I said, please set time. a time before you meet, because I like because we will get off topic yeah. like a mofo. Well, we do this all the time. So I wanted to ask, at what point do you think you started making like a good quote unquote income, whatever that means to you, or do you think mm. you're not there yet? Kind, I kind of am, kind of not, not where I want to be at, of course. But I feel like I'm making. Yeah. Uh, when I when you get out the dorms, military. That's kind of when you start making a lot of money because they pay for your housing and they pay for your food. So they give you um, something called BAS for food each month. Mm-hmm. It's going to be the same amount. And depending on where you're stationed at, they give you BAH, which is a housing allowance. Um, it's supposed to cover 90 to 95% of your rent or your mortgage. Some people uh, shack up together, get a house. Everybody split it up mm-hmm. so they can make money. You know, that's a way of making money in the military. But I, I would say you start really making money when you get out of the dorms and start getting those allowances. So is that after training or nice. or is that so like- it's so you go to basic training and you go to tech school and then you go to your first duty station, depending on if you're married or not. Um, if you're single, you're going to go to the dorms and put you in the dorms. You want to pay no rent, of course. And they do, every base has a defect, so you can go eat there for free how many every time you want to. So you don't get the house allowance with that. But when you first get to your duty station, about a year and a half, two years, depending on how many new people are coming in, that's how long you be in the dorms. And when you get out, you can start making some real money, some good money, especially if you do it right and get roommates and stuff like that. All right. That's yeah. awesome. Damn. So it's more in like discounts as opposed to like just like extra with your salary. Okay, so let me break it down like this. So Yeah. Please. You you I'm got sorry. your 
I mean, I'm gonna name all of them. You got your base pay, that that, that mm-hmm. depends on your rank. You got BAS and BH. Them is the three things. If you're out of the dorms, you're gonna get every first and fifteenth. So with your housing allowance and your food money, you can pay for your house, blah blah blah. Um, pay for your groceries, take all that. And you got your base pay. That's basically just money, which whatever you want to spend, you may spend on your car, your car insurance. I mean, for me, I feel like yeah, I ain't used to make no money like this before the military. Now I'm making money like this. It's kind of easy for me to afford more things, um, do more things. Um, so I feel like, you know, just being out of the norms, that's when you really can make a comfortable living. For some people, it's not enough because they want all these lavish things. But, you know, if you take your time, you can build yourself up to that. And then it, they also help with like your family and stuff. So I I know that if like depending on your family size, you can get more money towards like your housing and the food. Correct? Uh, I don't think they do that anymore. It also, mm-hmm. it all depends on the service member. So if a service member has, let's say he has a wife and three kids, all those kids are going to have all the benefits he has, um, like medical bills and stuff like that. But you don't usually get more money on your allowances when you have more kids and stuff. Um, only if you're married. If you're married, that counts as your one dependent, and you you get a dependent rate. And it doesn't matter if you have one kid or five kids; it's gonna be the same amount. Mm-hmm. So okay. maybe that's a big then. big misconception. I'm happy Jawanda brought that up because I thought yeah. it, it was the yeah. same thing that you said. Like, if you have three kids, you get three kids worth of like tax refund check. You know, like. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Same. Yeah. yeah they, I mean, I think they do qualify for a lot of those things. Obviously, um, you can buy your kids on your taxes. I mean, especially being a household head of the household in the military, you can you can get a lot of stuff back. Especially with my homes, you get money back on taxes. So it's a lot of benefits, you know, to having dependents in the military because they're going to have that free health care. You don't have to pay you no know, co sign at the doctor. None of that. All, all that stuff yeah. is taken care of. You yeah. don't have to pay for your medicine. Your or kids school. are sick. So, yeah, or school. A lot of stuff mm-hmm. with that. Um, you can uh, transfer your GR bill so your kids can go to school free. And they also give you B. Nice. Thing people don't know if you transfer it to your kid, they can get your kid, depending on where they go to school at, they get BAH for that. So they can pay for their apartment and stuff. So that's real nice. I mean, military got a lot of stuff you can, you know, yeah, a, lot of, a lot of benefits, a lot of benefits. People. I really sleep on that part. I remember when my cousin was, he had just got out of the military and they were paying for his schooling. So he also got like a, like a little stipend for like his mm-hmm. school supplies and his books and stuff. So yep. they paid for that too. Yeah, they pay for a lot of things. They're really big on that education. Mm-hmm. It's one thing they, they want their service members to, you know, go to school, get educated because they're not just thinking of, we want to take care of you while you're in the military. We were thinking about for if you do 20 years with us, what are you going to do next? You know, they want to set you up for success. And a lot of people I talk to who do 20 years, right. they're always successful. They always have things going for them. So, you know, that's most likely my goal. Get that mm-hmm. retirement check, and you still yeah. listen. Yeah. I just listened to a lady's story. She got two retirement checks coming. I'm like, girl, if only I was smart enough to and oh. brave enough to do it. Okay, mm-hmm. um, is that at what moment? <laughs> at what moment did you feel um, established, like in your military oh, journey? Was it when you got out of basic? When was it now? Because you are I- um, listeners, you don't know this, but Keyshawn is currently engaged to my cousin 
So kudos. Thank you. Thank you. They recently bought their first house. He got a new car. Like he is doing great things this year. So at what point of this journey did you feel established as a black man in America? Okay. Let's Uh, let's make that. I would say, I would honestly say, I would honestly say when I first got here, I got here October 2020. I felt like, you know, I bought my first car by myself. Um, I was living by myself, like for the first time. So I kind of felt established. I felt like I didn't have to depend on anybody for nothing. I can always take care of myself. So basically, me when I first got here, to South Carolina, I felt like that's when I was established as a man. And w- this is South uh, Shaw was your first duty station, you said? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, because the other the other two don't count. Basic training, take school. You're not. You're only there for a certain amount of time. You're here until basically contract is up. So, nice. yeah, it's my first duty station. Okay. Did you always know that that was the moment that you were trying to get to, or yes, kind of just came up on it and was like, "I think I made it." (laughs) Yeah, it was kind of one of those things. It was like you know you kind of made it, but it's always room for growth. So like, I feel like I made it to one of my goals, but I still have more goals I have to reach. So, you know, it was just a stepping stone for me, basically. I feel like. Yeah, you sound like the perfect yeah, sure, um, addition yeah. to the unestablished community. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, child. Lifelong right. learners around here. There's no, you can always grow. You can always, always yeah. be better. Always. Yeah, for sure. Love it. Good yeah. mindset. I love that. Yeah. And I, I do appreciate the fact that you said that maybe it's with you being there, um, going into the military when you were older, but you took advantage of the opportunity. You didn't let the opportunity basically take advantage of you. So you yeah. went in there with the mindset of how you going to get this money. Let's make this money. Yeah. <laughs> make so this I, money and be right. independent. That's that's the goal is to be independent and do, right. do stuff the right way. That's all it is. Yeah. Sure. So that would lead me to to ask, like, so what do you think would be um, determinant of true success as a member of the armed forces? Um, like, where would you feel like you like, like I made it? Like, if I move up forward, that's cool. But I'm, I'm hey, chilling. Honestly, I'm, it's I'm made cool twenty right years. Now. Honestly, okay. made twenty years. Like, okay, personal experience from people I know. Do twenty years, they're doing real good for themselves. They uh, taking care of those people around them. They have a lot of free time, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I, that's what I want to achieve. Is, you know, do 20 years in the military, retire early, and, you know, take that next step, whatever I want to do then. You know, I'm not there yet. I got 18 more years yeah. to decide what I'm going to do afterwards. So, <laughs> but it's something to look forward to. That's not yeah, terrible, it's not terrible though. They, they, always, they always say, everybody I talk to always say it goes by fast. So, you know, one of those yeah. things. Yeah, didn't you have enough time to retire at another job if you want to? Like, you yeah. can retire somewhere else, right? Yeah. I say, I wish I could retire at 18, years. <laughs> right? Because, what, how many years <laughs> does it take for a teacher to retire, Constance? Oh, oh retire. my god, I think we have to work to like 65 Girl, or something. We I probably die. <laughs> Listen, no, seriously, she's not wrong. I swear to god, I joined teaching because I thought I could tarry. Y'all know what tarrying you know, is. Come, Oh, yes. You You can retire and you can come back and they'll pay you. And then go back and work. Yeah. 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 You catch your retirement check and Uh a regular teacher check. Yes, bitch. 
that was my plan in high school. I said, oh, I like cheering. I can deal with cheering. I can learn how to get them together. And I, I like to do this. I do this here. I can tear it like a motherfucker. So when I'm retired, if I still want to go out there and do it, which I will, which I will, I'll still make extra bank. Yeah, they quit tearing probably like three or four years. Probably like maybe right when I was, right when I graduated from college. They cut the tearing program. I had program an, um, sister. I mean, I like, sister. <laughs> a teacher. <laughs> in, <laughs> I had a teacher in high school. She was doing that. And they needed her to come back. Mm-hmm. So, like, now I'm hearing yes. that they're hiring all these, like, international teachers mm-hmm. that they can pay these low wages. And they're grateful for the work opportunity and, you know, to be able to just have an, a job. Um, I, Honestly, I have no idea why the hell they thought it was a good idea to stop that. I understand they pretend like they don't have money. They just don't want to mm-hmm. throw money to that. But they need to because... Cause people are dropping out of teaching right. like like a bad <laughs> habit, bitch. Like I'm not hurt it's that I left. Kids. I miss my babies. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you wouldn't believe Keyshawn, but it wasn't even the kids. I could deal with the badass kids. I had 18 of them. Now there were two of them I didn't really like at all, but all the rest of them I could deal with. It was the adults and the politics that went into teaching that I did not appreciate. So I was like, yeah. "What the fuck? Are you here for kids?" Sorry to all my old teachers. So, I used to get them here. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, it's okay. Some of them, listen, the one that I miss the most right now is the one that gave me the most hell, but I asked for him. He was a hellion, but I knew, I was like, you, you ain't gonna act like that in my class, damn it. Because you and me gonna be homies. And I'm gonna tell you like it is. Yes. Like, he was scared I was gonna take him to the bathroom and beat his ass. He knows damn well I couldn't touch him. But I, you know, he knows if I could, I would've. But no, nah, honey. Yeah, it takes a long time to retire, but even still, I think in any job, it takes, what you got to be, like 62, 65 uh, well, by the time we get ready to retire, in yeah, order right. to get our, to get your 401k, I think you either have to be like 55 or 60 or something like that. But to be able to draw social security by the time we be able to retire, it's going to be like 70. Oh. <laughs> See, this right here is why I need a I need a a, a job and a hustle. Mm-hmm. And a sugar daddy. Bullshit. Don't I can't even work with what I'm Nigga, what? I need to be drinking tequila on my front porch and rocking and talk about cheering and people that walk across my, <laughs> my yard when I'm 70. You think I need to be working when I'm no, 70? No, the crazy That's thing crazy is me and my uh, supervisor were talking about this. We were talking about if we had we were talking about Elon Musk, how much money he has, and like does he get tired of all that money? Like once you get that much money, like, what what else is there for you to accomplish? Like, being the richest man on the earth, like, what else can you accomplish? Can well, we you just see, have a conversation? Wasn't he the one that's trying to go to the moon? Didn't he take mm-hmm. a yeah, he doing, around he doing, the he earth? way too much. Hey, <laughs> hey, when you got up, you probably done did everything that we want to do. Sit on his Drugs sports. and everything, I'm yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the whole nine. So, you know, probably going to space is his next adventure. But your goals change it. Right. Well, your goals change as you get, you know, when more things, you have more access mm-hmm. to things. So I guess, you know, he's got to reach for some big yeah. shit because he got big shit, you know. It's him, it's him trying to buy Twitter and then oh, a month later decide, oh, nah, that was, that was no, a joke. I was just kidding. Yeah. Yeah. I was just, what? 
Yeah, that was crazy. Sir, just be Elon Musk. What, it was, just chill out. Why don't you find something new to like invent? Forty billion or something like that. How about you just enjoy your money and just fall the place of the planet? Right. Why you got to yeah. do all this extra that. shit? Go find somebody who's really trying to cure Protect. cancer out here in these streets. Girl, do that. Protect the person that's trying to cure cancer because, you know. They ain't going to do it. They ain't going to cure cancer. They make it too much money. Well, apparently cancer a girls, black girl yeah. did it. She successfully, I don't know, I guess reversed the cancer cells. But They're going to do everything they can to I stop know. that shit. Read between the lines. That's why I said to... protect the people. Yeah. Don't read between <laughs> shit. You know what they out here doing. <laughs> <laughs> if you love listening to unestablished you can support our podcast by going to the link in our bio and buying a wine that's right a wine buymeacoffee.com allows listeners like you an easy way to say thanks plus it only takes a minute your selflessness will assist in improving software and expanding unestablished a podcast made with you in mind Available every Wednesday on all podcasting platforms. Thank you. (laughs) Well, Keyshawn, is there anything else that you wanted um, to give the listeners or share with us before we let you go? Uh, No, I just, I remember watching one episode. Me and Monique always had a joke. Every time, it was one episode I watched from you guys. And it was just hilarious. Monique, do you mind sharing with us that episode? (laughs) (laughs) I just want to have a good laugh before I uh, go away. He's talking about the dating scene where we featured Alvin Dean. (laughs) And I said, when the dick calls, you drive. Mm -hmm. Hours and hours. (laughs) Absolutely. Hours and hours? Absolutely. Yeah. Hours and hours? And and, And it's good enough. That bat signal. signal. Mm-hmm. Eggplant. Yeah. Let me know. Are you available, <laughs> sir? <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Truck gassed up right now. Ready to go. Listen. <laughs> I'm throwing my little overnight bag, toothbrush, mm-hmm. deodorant, Don't need, that's soap. That's all you need. I'm on way. That's right. Yes, it. I'm on way. I'll drive back in the same clothes <laughs> one day before when I roll. Just have some clean panties in the bag. Right. I'm here and for one, one thing and one thing listen. only. <laughs> oh my so God. I guess he thought we weren't going to reiterate that statement, but that's his favorite episode. Yeah. That's one of my favorite episodes, too. Really? Yes. Yeah. yeah. That was a great episode. It's just, it's just that line. It, it, it stuck with me. It was just, you know, you just hear something. You, you, just, hear, you just watch the show, and it's that one part of the show that's just so funny and just making your favorite episode. Yes. That line, that's that line stuck with me. And I can just hear it from Monique. It. Just I know I'm Monique. Just hearing it from her. I know. Yeah. Listen, <laughs> you. If I had glasses, bitch. If I had contacts in the day. Yes, because I'm a classy. I'm an elegant lady. But you should listen to our podcast more that, often. Yeah. There'd be some more stuff over here. You'd probably be like, "Yo, what?" <laughs> You have to be an avid listener. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I had to after that one. I learned something. (laughs) We appreciate your patronage, sir. sir. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Yes, sir. I'm so used to saying yes, sir. Yes, sir. No, sir. It's ingrained in you. You can't help. I promise you, you can't help. People be like, don't call me no sir. Like, this one's on like, 
They just want you to be regular with them. But mm-hmm. you just can't help it's fine. it. I, I, again, I taught yeah. children. They used to they used to call me the names of other white teachers in in building, and I'm like, I don't look like Miss Kelly, baby. I understand we're both tall, but I clearly look different yeah. than her. I'm definitely a whole black woman. I'm not sure how you got confused, but okay, yeah. carry on. <laughs> <laughs> I take no offense. Yeah, we know. All right. Oh, All God. right, okay, yeah, this thanks so great. much for coming Thank you on so much. and giving us. Thanks for having. Thanks for having. Yeah. Yeah. Anytime y'all want to do it again, just let yes. me know. I got we will. stories. All right. Oh. All right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited to hear them. <laughs> for sure. Please. Let's go to wine. No one forget. Because I want to talk about mine. All right, boo. Two, three, four, whining with wine. Tell me your grievances, whining with wine, girls. What is on your mind? Tell me what's on your mind. Who's going first? Inside joke, McDonald's will be the first one to fuck up your <laughs> app- your attitude and your, d- your day. Mm-hmm. Just went to them for a little oh. quick breakfast and the girl said, what's your order? No good morning, no nothing. It's Sunday morning. Ma'am, it's 9 o'clock on a Sunday morning. Y'all ain't even busy. What's wrong with you? Mm. They're just always, always angry. angry. They really are. It makes me sad. It makes me. That's what I want to go there. Like, I've been too blessed by Chick-fil-A. Yes. Telling yes. me it's my pleasure. I'm Girl, so thankful. Girl, I went to Chick-fil-A <laughs> one day, and I must have had, like, a sadness, a, a dark cloud over my head. Or maybe a broke cloud over my head. And the girl said, how's your day going? I said, mm, it's not really going too well, but hopefully, you know, my food will make it better. Girl, by the time I got to the window, she had done paid for my food. Okay. That's <gasps> Chick-fil-A. Apparently, if they have <gasps> the, um, she had the right to like, give it, give me a store credit. So they basically, the store paid for my food to make my day better girl i had a beautiful the rest of my day was perfect okay <laughs> bitch i would have parked and found that girl I and hugged did her ass and hug becky i almost did oh my god <laughs> not becky it, that is so, so sweet. sweet though but here oh i am goodness. nine o'clock on a sunday the lord's day mm. and bonquisha about day. to make me cuss her ass not out in the car <laughs> So I get to the first window and Barbara, a white Barbara, Barbara said, you just got to smile through it. It's okay. Cause I had to tell her y'all need to do something about that girl on the intercom. Cause I'm, cause Barbara was on the second intercom. The other girl was on the first one. I said, Barbara, it's all right. I get to the second window. You know, I'm still trying to get the girl in trouble. At least, you know, I want other people in there to experience and feel how I'm feeling right now. Mm -hmm. So I tell Mary, Mary, somebody, grandma, she black, she's sister. Mary said, girl, they get on my nerves every day I come in this bitch. I said, oh, let me just go. Let me go. (laughs) (laughs) Not you. See, that's what I miss about the breakfast run at McDonald's because back in the day, only Mm -hmm. older women only older women used to work that breakfast shift. Hell yeah. And I never had to yeah, I never had to worry about anybody being mm-hmm. nasty to me. It was like, hey, baby, how you doing? I'm fine, darling. Right. How are you? Like, they were always really nice. They were probably tired of shit, but you understood why. It was nobody hitting you with hateful 
early as fuck in the morning. Yeah. Like, bitch, the fuck is wrong with you? This ain't even a lunch shift. I'm not asking for nothing. Oh, you don't even have to do this menu all day. <laughs> well, most of it, you don't. It was, it was, I just want one little meal with my little hash brown and my caramel frappe. She said, what drink? I said, caramel frappe, please. You know, what size? Bitch. The, the attitude. attitude. Like, oh, I had no had problem with say, telling you hey. what size. You, but why the attitude? Like, hey, really? Like, she knows what she does. I'm not, I have very much sympathy for people who work in fast food. Mm-hmm. I do. But for you to take your hatred out on people who you're serving food to, who didn't do shit to you, I can understand mm-hmm. if you was a bitch to her. That'd be one thing that she needs to read you to fill down to the ninth circle of hell. Right. But you didn't do that. All you did was That's roll up it. to the fucking window and was like, hey, ma'am, how you doing? I'm hungry as hell. Um, I would like these these things. What's going on? Can you give them to me? Thank you so much. I appreciate you it. You would have thought she was like, making the Why food, are you so mean? Taking the money and taking my order all at the same time. And even if she was, she could have expressed that to you. It could be like, honey, I'm sorry. I'm short-staffed. So um, just let me know what you want because I got to run to the back and go make it real quick. And then... I'll that's, meet you at the second funny window. You said okay. That. I had so, that experience at Wendy's. Came to the end of mm-hmm. the lady said, I only have three it, people working a day. Do you still want to order? I said, No, ma'am, I'm good. I'ma just go on down the road somewhere <laughs> else because obviously you telling me my food about to be fucked up or cold. Right. <laughs> fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> fuck the fuck up, or you're gonna have to wait forever to get right. some fast food. <laughs> yeah, man. Mm-hmm. It's it's crazy how you have a different food experience depending on where you go. Yeah. Right. I hate that. Maybe that Jody took feelings. her car out for a spin and didn't come back. Oh. <sighs> well, maybe maybe they're upset because they're about to lose some money because I heard that um, McFlurry is suing McDonald's for millions McFlurry? of dollars. And they're finna win. What is that? Yes, ma'am. Like the, the McFlurry company is finna sue McDonald's for shit tons of money because they keep lying and saying that the bitch is broken, even though they can fix it remotely. Oh. And they keep, they said they have got four, like four billion accounts of times where they've said the shit is broken and it's not. Damn. And so now they're finna sue the shit out so of McDonald's. So. Did they do an investigation of why they keep saying it's broken? Like, were they trying to not give McFlurry money? What? I don't know what that shit was. I really don't. I don't, I don't know what it is, but you know, I know it's been a wrong, long running joke that McFlurry machines are always but- fucking broken. The ice cream machine is always broken. But I, I heard, again, I say I hear it I heard on TikTok, okay? But somebody was talking about it, and they claimed that McFlurry is suing McDonald's for, like, millions of dollars. I can't tell you how many million. Millions of dollars because they keep lying about um, the the machine being broken. But if they were to call... McFlurry huh? was a part of McDonald's. Like, the ice cream machine isn't... I thought so, too. Like, the ice cream machine isn't part of McDonald's, I don't think, but... Yeah, you educating us, girl, because I thought that was McDonald's brand, like, I thought so, too. ice cream. That's, that's where the Mick came right. from. That's where I thought Mick came from. Maybe it's the ice cream machine I mean, you don't do that company. by yourself. Maybe it's the machine Must be. But how you gonna fix it remote, It must though? be. Like, what... I mean, at this day and age, they have all kinds of technology. Like when stuff go bad at my store, yeah, we called an IT department and they can just go in our computers. So, but I the mean, ice cream machine, though, yeah, you don't know. They say they can hack into it and fix that shit and make sure that it's working right from wherever it is they are. And they have several, you know, accounts of when they have claimed that it wasn't working. 
but it really was. And they've gone into mm-hmm. go and fix it and realized that it was fine. And they were just wow. lying about it. And I, and I don't know if it was because they didn't want to give them money. I don't know what it was. And I don't know why, like, and everybody has it. had that experience with but McDonald's. It, like we don't even ask for the ice cream anymore because yeah. it's broken. Right. Cause it's always right. fucking broken. Yeah. I mean, first of all, I never liked their ice cream. Just give me Chick-fil-A's, but for people oh. that still like it. Well, I didn't have <laughs> a choice finally... back in the day. I only had the choice of Burger King or McDonald's. Right. Yeah, same. That's true. I mean, when Chick-fil-A came, it's still not the same because that Oreo milkshake just isn't the same for me as that yeah, Oreo milkshake. I don't McFlurry. think I got uh, Chick-fil-A not. until I got into college. I guess I know why I'm there. I mean, I still had a great time. I'm, I think I'm going to let my wine be going out with young people. I think I get more anxiety going out with folk I don't know like that than I used to. It used to be a thrill for me. Now I'm just like, oh, okay. Tell me several days in advance. Like, my coworkers must just know me. And since I've been homesick as shit and hadn't been in town for a while, they told me, like, Tuesday or Wednesday. Shit, that shit might have been even Monday. Like, hey, you know, we're going out on Friday. There's this thing. So they have this thing um, at this bar, this all-black bar. Like, it's a black-owned place. You'll love it. It's a black-owned bar and restaurant. It's called 7th and Grove, and it's in Tampa. I love that. Shout out to 7th and Grove. And they have an all-you-can-drink special. They don't do it all the time. It's like an event. So it's all-you-can-drink. They have $17, I think, with tax. It goes up to, like, damn near 20 like 19 or something like that, for um, house liquor. And then, like, $32 after tax and stuff for top-shelf liquor. They always run out of top-shelf liquor, but they still give you the house shit anyway. So it's all-you-can-drink between 6 and 9 p.m. And... um so I went out with some coworkers this weekend. <laughs> it was so interesting because I want y'all to know I wore like a crop top and some high waisted mom jeans with rips in them and some 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 vans. Okay, it looked like I stepped off mm. Sesame Street. Okay, <laughs> but I was still cute. Um, and then the 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 girls that I went with who invited me had like these, you know, how we used to do in the club: them cute black dresses on, skin tight, mm-hmm. titties out ass bowed out and I'm just like I can't dress like that to go out anywhere anywhere I can't I can't do it anymore <laughs> you I can't do it and I hope you never expect me I hope you never expect me to dress up like this because I won't I don't want no. to unless I'm going to a wedding and even then my ass will not be that far out my titties will not be out in such a manner I can't take it I'm not out here trying to get that much attention like, you're going to either talk to me or you're not. We are too old to be out here cold and feet hurting. <laughs> right. I'm, absolutely not. I mean, it ain't cold here, but but you're right. Feet, and they mm-hmm. had on heels. That was so crazy to me. To I was a like, bar? I hope they're comfortable. Because I'll polish my toenails yes. and put some sandals on and you better be happy. Okay. Period. It's going to be flat shoes no matter what's going on. It's going to be flat, mm-hmm. ma'am. And I commend you. I remember being in my 20s and thinking that's what I needed to do. Girl, you no remember we used away. to get like business Absolutely casual to not. go out? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, bitch. heels out in the club. Look at stupid. Stupid. And we was, Honey. we all of us already tall. So that didn't help. I think that's, that was the reason for the fucking four inch heels, bitch. I wasn't trying to tower every nigger because they didn't want that anyway. Yeah, I looked like I was a secretary in the photo. I'm going to 
go in the fucking club. Yeah, with the um, waist belt on. Yes. (laughs) Pencil skirt. Seriously. (laughs) And fishnet sockets. Mm. See? That's how you made it risque. You had to put them. Mm -hmm. Exactly. That That was sexy back then. That's why I just did not care. I was like, you know what? They finna get these vans and these mom jeans. This crop top is the sexiest thing I got on. <laughs> and I did my makeup. Did they on like a Friday when I worked look from at home? You differently? Did you feel like they were like, girl, okay? No. Oh no. They were like, oh, you look so cute. I was like, thank you, so do you. I was like, I wanted I, I let it be known beforehand. I'm coming here to drink. I'm not out here shopping, bitch. The only thing I'm shopping for is a bartender who's going to look at me twice, let me tip her so she recognizes my fucking face because that's that's what I'm here for. I'm here to make friends with Kamika, okay, because that's my girl. She looks at me. She's like, you ready for another one? Yes, I am, ma'am. Thank you so much. You see this? Go and hit me with that um, that Don Julio, honey, until you ain't got no more. And then hit me with whatever other tequila you got, a crown apple. <laughs> But yeah, going out with young people is just it just hit different. They love to have a good time. They like to bar hop. But honey, I realized how elderly mm-hmm. I was when it was like eleven thirty, and they didn't know where to go after we left the second bar. And we was out there, and it was hot as fuck. It's like okay, no one's making the decision, and I really don't care to be out right now. So, bye guys. Awesome. Okay. I love y'all <laughs> so much. I love you so much. This was great. She's like, you're not going to yes, leave early. I am. Yeah, I am. My Tempur-Pedic is calling. I'm going to leave when it's time get, to leave. I'm gonna it was time to leave. When my body want me to get this sleep because otherwise I'll be up looking stupid the mm-hmm. next day. And even if I am up, I'm going to be at home and be up. <laughs> get the bra off. Home. Right. Uh, bra off. Period. Get my hair. Bra off. Contacts out. Makeup off. Scroll through TikTok mm-hmm. or watching a movie until my body just is like, bitch, you're Head done. Go to bed. That's it. Yes, girl. Yeah. I went Absolutely. to a cigar bar and I came home and fucked up and put my bonnet on, girl. Why? And I told this other girl, I said, don't put your bonnet on. That's the worst thing you can do. And I ended up doing it myself. When you go out to a smoky place, don't put that hair up. Mm-mm. Let that thing air out, girl. Because when I took that thing off, it had smelled like somebody's old uncle. Like, it was... <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> it has smelled so bad. I used to spray my it locks with all oil sheen. In. I don't know for some reason when you spray it with like oil sheen. Oh, it does. Like, mm-hmm. And then you wrap it, mm-hmm. then it, the smell it goes away. But yeah. other than that, yeah. you don't have to let that shit air out. I should have known better. I'm I'm too old for that. It's a routine. You just so have it. Yes, but I was mad the next day. I know it. How are you going to be social in your hair stain? Like, come on. <laughs> Just a little all sheen, girl. A big ass blue can. <laughs> Spray that on there. What you going to yes, mind Lord. about, Wanda? Um, well, let's talk about these people that work. I know they wasn't trying to be vindictive or be funny, or they was just being, you know, nosy because we were in conversation. But, like, they were just like, oh, you work all the time. Are you, what are you saving for? Bitch, I just want money. <laughs> what? <laughs> right. The fuck? <laughs> saving like, for a living, they're ma'am. Just like, the are fuck? you saving for, like, a vacation or, like, something? Like, what are you saving for? I'm just like, I just feel like my paycheck ain't enough, so I need more on it. So I got to come to work more. 
You know, I can't right. be like other people who only work 40 hours. Some only work 32 hours. And I'm just like, bro, unless they're paying me way more than I'm getting paid now, it's not happening. I want to, but I'm not established in my life to be like, um, <laughs> yeah, I'm only going to work these 30 hours this week. And then I'm going to go home and I'm going to be all right. My bills. I mean, my bills going to be right. paid regardless, but... Exactly. Why they worried though? I don't care if you had to take care of somebody else's house. Why does that matter to you? Is me working extra hours taken away from your check? No, they only. You still getting paid for the hours that you working, right? So why are you worried? Yeah, because they nosy (laughs) as fuck. Nosy. I know it wasn't. I know it wasn't them trying to be vindictive or mean or anything like that. I know it did not come from a mean place. But like when they asked me that, I had to pause because in my head I was like, "Bitch, (laughs) I want to work. I want to work so I can make more money. I need more money." But I was just like, "Oh, nothing. That's nothing. I'm really saving for." And that's all you needed to say, child. Because there's some days I wish I could work overtime. I would. I wouldn't like yeah, it. I definitely don't like but it. I do it. And I definitely don't know how that's going to work out once I start school. So we're going to see it's how not. that works out. They're going to be like, oh, she must have got what she needed. She didn't fall back on hours. First of all, that's somebody done sit there at work and they had shit else to talk about and they start talking about you. That's some bullshit right there. How they talking about me if they talking to me? Girl, it was a conversation they done had before that. Oh, I'm sure. Right. That was you. That, that was, that was you being confronted about yes. what was our. So they could take yes, it back. Yes. Finally, you have no idea how long they were asking about <laughs> they that. They had to take that back to the committee. Because you've been taking extra I do hours. Extra hours every week. If I don't do extra hours, they looking at me like, mm, "Is your check right?" I, I told you about the time my boss texted me. It was like, "Oh, mm-hmm. this says." Right. But that's like, your boss. Did you work extra? Is this right? I was like, "It's right." <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, the fuck? I only worked a little hours. I didn't work a lot. This week, I only worked 38. That's normal. Yeah, I think you should be concerned. My goodness. Mm -hmm. Good for you. It was EJ's birthday. We celebrated. Yeah. I took Thursday off, Friday off, and we celebrated. We had a good time together. Good. Spent some money. That's lovely. Ate some good food. Of course. We went to Captain George's. Yes. Yo. <gasps> yes, bitch. Mm-hmm. It's oh, still the I same love Captain George's. It was mm. so good. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I miss them. Damn, we went to Boston Crab. <laughs> Got no business, yeah. but I need Went to the outlets and went to Captain George's. Had a good time. Yes, girl. Beautiful. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah, child, just because they nosy as shit, that's all. I wonder if they was wondering. My next one going to be about office oh, gossip. I like the office gossip. <laughs> I like it when it ain't about me. Only if it don't involve me. <laughs> it ain't about me. I love it. I love it if it don't involve me. I was like, what? <laughs> what? Oh, my gosh. I love it. All right, guys. Um, Thanks for listening with us today. Thanks to Keyshawn for um, coming on the podcast yes. today. We definitely enjoyed you. Um, anytime you want to come back, so much. You know, hit us up. And you guys can hit us up Please. on our email, unestablishedpodcast at gmail.com. You can also hit us up on Instagram, 
Uh, we have a Facebook a fan page. You can go ahead and like us there. And I did see that someone, someone posted on TikTok. Oh my gosh. <laughs> there are two whole posts on there TikTok. Was now. a TikTok post by the Unestablished Podcast. This is Celebration, yes, Charlie Murphy. Yes. Monumental. Woo. <laughs> Not Charlie Murphy. <laughs> Okay, but yeah, go check those posts out. Hopefully, we'll have some more coming soon. So we appreciate you guys so much. Don't forget to leave us uh, reviews, like us on Spotify, Audible, and Apple Podcasts. Yes, please. Thank you so much Mm -hmm. in advance. Um, If you guys don't have anything else to say, Mo can go ahead and take us out. Cheers. 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 Ooh, I can take my bra off now. <laughs> yes. Yes. Snatch that bitch off. I got no sports bra, so that's not terrible. Uh-uh. The sports bra is worse. Yes. Y'all, I, I know we had this conversation before, and perhaps you don't recall, but my I don't have titties like that, so sports bra is for this particular top and it's really not that bad it's not too bad the racer back's the worst girl for me that thing you be pulling my tits be pulling it down but the racer back want to be pulling it back so this is like a struggle Jesus. Gravity. <laughs> yes. it's like a fight it's a, it's i can't a fight against gravity in the bra gravity be wanting to pull the bra the titties down and the bra be wanting to pull it up and then what what gets injured is my shoulders. shoulders. Look like oh. somebody just took a damn pan and burned me right on my shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> I only have that uphill battle with fucking push-up bras. Such a bastard. Thank you for joining us this week on Unestablished. Be sure to catch us every week. And don't forget to rate, review, and follow us on all podcast platforms. Or if you simply tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. Until next time, peace and love.